I will bless the Lord all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Today we are going to look at the terms of God's covenant. Last week we looked at passing the baton to our children and making the covenant between us and God generational. The covenant that we are us. Now for a covenant to take effect, both parties must play their parts in the covenant. The covenanter and the covenantee must play their part. Covenant is not taken lightly by God. The word covenant is mentioned about 283 times in the Bible. Every time a destiny is formed, every time marks are made, it's often preceded by covenant. In the times of the old, during the old covenant, the covenant was sealed by some actions, by some works, even at times by bloodshed. But now we are enjoying the new covenant, which is by grace. Covenant that is fully bought by Jesus, fully bought by the precious blood of the sinless Lamb of God. And all we need to do is to accept the finished work of Jesus on Calvary. In a covenant, the two parties have their responsibilities. And for the covenant to stand, they must be ready to perform their own side of the covenant. Otherwise, the covenant can be broken. God says, my covenant will I not break nor alter the word that comes out of my mouth. God is a covenant keeper. The purpose of God will always stand. So it is of utmost importance that we seek to know that purpose. When God says something, it will come to pass. Never that it will pass away, but not a tito, not a dot of his word, will fall to the ground. He promised Abraham a great people. Abraham and Sarah tried to make it happen on their own, and thus Ishmael came into the sea. When Ishmael was 13 years, and Abraham, ninety-nine years, God still spoke. But that great plan and purpose, which did not include Ishmael, God's covenant was going to be with Isaac, yet to be born, but still a promise. If He promised it, wait for Him. Going ahead of God can be very disastrous. God will bless all, I repeat, all 
that is ours. Even though Ishmael was not the promised child, Ishmael was blessed. But he was not blessed above the promised one. In all this, after Ishmael's birth and everything, Abraham still didn't believe the promise would come considering the biological state of both him and his wife. They were old folks. They wanted God to just stop, you know, beating around the bush. God, just take Ishmael. He wanted God to fulfill his promise to Ishmael. But God is the God of principles and standards. Ishmael's bets did not follow God's due process. Even though, you know, in, in those days, it was legal for a barren woman to have a husband through a servant. It wasn't a sin. That's why you could see Rachel and Leah playing games with Jacob, with their maids. It's, it's, it's legal that a maid can have offsprings for her mistress. But when it comes to the covenant that God wanted to have with Abraham, that was not the pattern he wanted. He didn't want the normal thing. Because with Abraham, it was a spiritual covenant. We enter into covenants every day. You go to a shop and the transaction takes place. You get the product, you pay for the product. It's an agreement. It's an agreement. And But God's purpose for Abraham was not to be in that way. And so, God wasn't ready to bless Ishmael and forget his plan for Isaac. Praise the Lord. At times, that's what we want. We just say, God, bless this thing. Bless this relationship. And God is saying, that is not a woman. God is saying, no, that is not the man. You see how long Abraham took to enter into the purpose. Between the promise and the actualization, it was more than two decades. He made mistakes along the way. But God was true to his word and his purpose was accomplished. The act of giving mates to bear offsprings, like I said, was a legal one. But it was an even practice. And now that God has brought Abraham out of his people, out of his kindred, has chosen him. It was not supposed to go the Eden way. It was not supposed to do things the way others did it. God is a God of principles. Today we give our tithes, we do a lot of stuff in church, we give sacrifices that surprisingly you know, God has not received. God will not receive a tithe from money gotten from prostitution, robbery, 
or any illegal means. Abraham wanted God to put a seal of approval on the result of an act done outside the purpose and will of God. God did something similar. I mean, David. David did something similar. You know, he had a child from Bathsheba and wanted God to bless it. But what did God do? God forgave him, but God killed that child. But do you know that Solomon still came out from Bathsheba? After David did the right thing, the offspring of Bathsheba and David became right. Praise the Lord. God cannot be mocked. God cannot be mocked. And God gave Abraham responsibility to perform for this covenant to be ingrained in his mind, in his life. God asked him to do circumcision. He said he should circumcise his flesh and circumcise every male in his household. Whether burn in that household, whether bought by money. So my covenant in your flesh is to be an everlasting covenant. My covenant in your flesh. According to message Bible, say that way, my covenant will be cut into your body, a permanent work, a permanent mark of my permanent covenant. That is what circumcision is. My covenant will be cut into your body, a permanent mark of my permanent covenant. Prior to this, all the actions seeking or required of Abraham by God in sealing covenants was through the slaughtering of animals. But due to the nature of this covenant, for the blessing to pass from him into his bloodline or his lineage, he had to cut his own skin, the foreskin of his male reproductive organ, and his sons, the ones that would carry the bloodline to the next generation. They too were to do the same. Up till today, it's the practice that made children are circumcised on the eighth day or after, due if, if there are no if there are medical reasons. But a male child is circumcised. In order to retain the blessings of God in our family life lineage, we must pass the teaching and doctrine of our God to our children and they, their children. That's what we talked about in the last podcast. <clears throat> in spite of our unfaithfulness, doubt and unbelief, when God has an agenda to fulfill that will be to the benefit of his kingdom on earth, you go beyond us. God goes beyond us to fulfill his purpose, especially when the agenda will promote his kingdom on earth. 
Remember how God made Zachariah dumb until John was born. God made him dumb so that he would not use his mouth, you know, out of unbelief to abort the child and invariably God's plan. You can see that in Luke, Luke chapter 1, verse 5 to 20. Despite that the fact that Abraham laughed, Sarah laughed, <laughs> they laughed at God's promises. But the promise of God came to pass in the birth of Isaac. Praise the Lord. When God makes a promise, He pulls it through, He goes beyond man. Go beyond our own belief. But you know, when we believe Him, He makes a promise quick. It's the action, it's faster. But when we don't believe, when we think, when we doubt, irrespective of our doubt, God has said it. God can never lie. We drag it at the end. His purpose that shall stand. God asked Abraham to cut his skin. The sacrifice had to be costly. It has to be something that affected his body. All the other covenant only affected his livestock affected his money and every other thing but this one God said because my covenant with you is going to be generation it's going to be your bloodline it's going to pass from you to to, to, to your lineage I need you to cut your skin I need blood to seal this covenant I need it to cost you something covenant. I need your responsibility to be sacrificial for this covenant to make the impact that I intended to make. The circumcision was not just for the male children in the home. It was even for the slaves that were bought, that were his. So when we get blessed, the covenant that we enter into with God, not just for us, it affects our children. The pastor will always say for those that are related, associated, and connected. So the covenant blessing flows to those that are related, associated, and connected with us, to our bloodline, to, to, to our servants to those connected with us spiritually and physically to our siblings praise the Lord and after God gave Abraham that instruction Abraham did not wait for next week the Bible said he acted immediately he was instructed to circumcise all the male in his household On the very day the Lord gave him the instruction, he executed it. 
guy was desperate. He was circumcised along with all the male folks in his household. Son and all, all, all the male. Whenever we stand to rationalize God's instructions, we may end up putting it forward like our father Abraham did. We must act now. No time to rationalize. No time to wait. Does it make sense? As far as God has spoken it, if it doesn't make sense to you right now, the sense will come out of it when you obey so we need to act now enter that covenant according to the principles of our God God's terms of covenant vary from individual to individual so don't say ah this man of God did it this way and God the anointing he went to the mountain and stayed there for 40 days. He got the anointing. He locked himself up in a room for 100 days and came out with power. For you, it could be different. All you just need to do is obey. God has been entering into covenant with Abraham prior and never said, cut your flesh. This one he said for this particular degree of particular level of governance we're going to enter into with you, your responsibility is to be circumcised, feel the pain, shed the blood, remove the false skin, remove the self, remove the flesh, remove the you, be grounded. Feel the pain, and after the pain, definitely will come the gain. Praise the Lord. After the pain comes the gain. May the Lord help us to keep covenants because we know that God is a covenant keeper. He never breaks his word. Every and every pass away, not a tittle of his word. Not giving your life to Jesus, and you're listening to this podcast. This is the point. You will decide to enter into a covenant with God just by saying this after me Lord Jesus, come into my life, be my Lord, be my Savior. From today, I enter into a covenant relationship with you to serve you to live for you, to flee from every appearance of evil, to flee from anything that is not of you. I turn my back to sin and I embrace you. Be my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. Congratulations, you just entered into a covenant with God. And this covenant has responsibilities. So, Stay in the path of responsibility and read your Bible, pray, do all your kingdom duties. Don't forsake the assembly of brethren. 
love the Lord. And at the end, His name will be glorified. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to this podcast. My name is Annie Imostukura. And I'll see you next week. I love you. Bye.